You still play with toy swords? That's cute. Mm. Now this right here... Ta-da! What do you think? Not a whole lot. to us talk about Kingdom Hearts things. I am your fiery frisbee, Kevin. Joined by my ghostly blade, Marshall. I can barely attain and... my excitement. I uh, know, right? It's a very exciting episode because we're picking right where we left up. Picking up right where we left off last time. We ended we end on a bit of a cliffhanger. Uh, some Some... Some teenage angst of, yeah, our <laughs> Wayfinder trio realizing that, uh, actually, we kind of hate each other. So, <laughs> we're going to deal with all that fallout and more in today's episode. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. So, Yeah. Let's see, let's see, Radiant Garden thing. So yeah, the story kind of is like a little, little, uh, a bow tie, I guess. Well, maybe not like a bow tie. I don't know. Some sort of three-pronged shape that starts separately and then it all converges at one point and then it splits out again. It's like, it's like a Jack Skellington bow tie <laughs> where it's got like... It's like the little bitty bat wings where there's like the three points. Uh-huh. So we ended at the center where they all meet, and now we're, we're, we're splitting out again. So yep, we are going to follow the Terra Tendril uh, for this opening segment here to see what he's up to, and something tells me it's no good. Uh-oh. <clears throat> Probably not doing so. Um, yeah. So... We basically make our way back once we came, and we have a chance encounter with one, not Zigbar, but Brag. Brag? 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 I, I usually say Brag. Um, he Brag. His name... He doesn't get, better. He doesn't get name dropped really in this part, I think, towards yeah, the end of the game. Yeah, I can't think of it. We get a pronunciation. Yeah, because, um, spoiler alert, we only know he's, his name is Brag because of the, when you start the, the boss fight, it says defeat, yeah. defeat Brag. Yeah, which is funny because, like, I don't know, usually during boss fights, like, if the character hasn't been introduced, it'll say, defeat the mysterious foe. Like, mm. that's what they did with Vanitas. Yeah, he was but a masked yeah. boy for a while. Or, or like, sometimes exactly. it's defeat the mysterious stranger. Mm-hmm. But yeah, here they're like, well, everyone knows who this is, and yeah. there's no other way to really introduce Snatch, I guess. Okay, now now I'm remembering 
a certain character that may address him by his name later on. Um, but yeah, for now, yeah, let's just go with Brig. That sounds better. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, he shows up to do Zigbari things where he taunts our trepid hero and basically says, I, I got the old man, so come and meet me if you know what's good for you. Otherwise, <laughs> I'm going to beat him up, so give me your lunch. It's very poorly defined, <laughs> like, what he's going to do other than I will hurt him. Ah. I'll, pu- I'll put the sticks to Grandpa, she, and you won't like it very much, she. So bring me one million money by sundown, she, or he's yeah. gonna get the biddies. <laughs> yeah, I guess this whole scheme, quote-unquote, or at least what he's presenting to Terra is he wants that keyblade for himself, but he spins this whole tale about... Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> how I guess he doesn't get into this immediately. He waits until Terra comes to find him. But yeah. he spends this whole tale about how Xehanort told him about Keyblades, and now he wants Keyblade, so I'm going to beat you up. And then the Keyblade chooses the wizard, and then it'll be mine. Even though, like, literally everyone in this series gets a Keyblade, <laughs> but okay, sure. Um, And it's just... It's not... The finest moment from Terra, as far as putting the pieces together, I guess he like he starts to say, you know, there's no way Master Zaynort would be caught by a thug like you. But then I forget like what Zigbar does to convince him that he is in danger. Aside from uh... no, I'm being totally serious right now. <laughs> Honestly, I, I I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like he's just like, oh, you want to bet? Or like, we'll just see about that. And then Tara realizes, oh, but I, I don't want anything bad to happen to him. So basically, he, he Z- out. my my uh, my friendship with Ericus is over. Xehanort is my new best friend is is like Tara's whole mindset right now. So he's like, Master Z. Yeah. I mean, literally, like, you know, for the past, like, two hours, he's been like, Master Xehanort. So. It's very yeah. safe to say it's very much like Terra's... I mean, it's the whole manipulation. I, I had yeah. to remind myself when we saw the little cutscene between uh, Brag and Xehanort, but, like, um, it's the... Uh, I forget the name where the boss fight happens, but um, we see, like, a yeah. pan up from, like, a, like the water underneath to, like, them two. But the, so mm-hmm. it was super early for us because we did... Um, we, did blah, 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 we did Dwarf Woodlands right off the bat. And that's Terra's, like, level three. So, right. Yeah. Because I was like, I, saw, I, I know we've seen this somewhere before, but where did we? The premonition is unfolding. But we know there's there's something happening because we obviously saw yeah. them conniving with each other. Uh, but the qu- question is what conniving hath, hath done forth. Because he... Right. It's weird because... I don't know. I guess to be fair, they're both plot-relevant villains. But I'm getting kind of mild flashbacks to Maleficent. Because she's like, oh, mm-hmm. I met Xehanort for five minutes. He told me all about the Keyblade. And Bragg's yep. like, yo, 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 I also know about this Keyblade now, and I would like one for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, like, yeah, it would be nice to see these, like, chance encounters. Like, I guess with Maleficent, 
it's not as important because she's kind of just a one-off. But with Brig, definitely, um, I would have liked to see, like, how do they end up teaming up? And, like, mm-hmm. whom, whomst sought whomst? Um, and, like, like, why, basically? Like, why would Xehanort be interested in Brig other than he, like, senses his ambition? Ooh. Um, yeah, because I guess... Or was he the other way around? I don't know. Yeah, it would be interesting to see that. I'm also thinking back to the, uh, the, uh, to the foreboding, or five-shadowing. It is Xehanort and Brig in Radiant Garden, but timeline-wise, Terra finishes his three worlds, he goes to Yen Sid, and then Xehanort calls to him from the Keyblade Graveyard. <coughs> Spoilers. Um, mm-hmm. And then they, he, like, trickles back to Radiant Garden, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like they're, like, very deliberately, like, setting this whole trap for him, but it's like, yeah, when did Xehanort... Like, how long has he, has he known Brig? Like, has he known him even before, like, the events of this game? Like, yeah. has this been, like, a whole long con? I don't know. Mm. <clears throat> well, I guess but, we know some things based on much future titles, but it doesn't, mm. it doesn't overtly kind of explain or kind of address what's currently amidst. Right. All mm. we know is that Brig is his lackey, which I think is a very fitting part for him. I do really like how he's used in this game. He's he, um, he he always be the second fiddle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it suits him. Um so yep, we make our way to the big giant fountain area. Um which is one of those rooms that's kind of annoying with how huge it is cuz like <laughs> it's like it's, like, designed like a star, where there's, like, all these points radiating from the fountain, radiant oh, gardening, if you will. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Truly radiant um, garden. <laughs> and, like, some of them will have chests at the very end of, like, the little point. So, and the unversed spawn, like, pretty sporadically throughout. Yeah. So, basically, like... Again, yeah. if you get a command style, it's and then you know try to like go and get all the treasures. It's probably gonna run out before you get to the next batch of enemies, which can be quite annoying. Um, and then yeah, you just get you know the usual annoying set of enemies like we've been talking about. Um, I think the the death birds show up here, which I'm jumping <laughs> ahead, but yeah, yeah, there's when there's archravens here. Then or. When you use the Vin D link, the finisher where you basically eat yourself all through oh, the crap. air. I was literally playing right before we were mm. recording, and I, I was using Terra too. And I have my vent thing is maxed out. Crap! I think it's air dive. Yeah, it's I'm, yeah. I was gonna, gonna say like air raid, but air dive sounds sounds I'm good. Go, I'm gonna go with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just funny like how. Because the room's so big, you just, like, completely will, like, overshoot your target. But then you get locked in the animation because it's, like, all in real time. So, like, the camera's, like, freaking out because it's like, ah, the ceiling box is so high. <laughs> yes. It's, uh, it's a time. Um, but, yeah, it's a cool little area. And then there's a secret hidey hole exclusive to Terra. Yeah. Um, which we're gonna pop on through, and then yes, we get the the little room, the underbelly, if you will, um, 
I don't know, it's like the water treatment system or something. But in any case, yeah. it makes for a cool little boss arena. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, Zigbar corners us, basically. Um, and, <laughs> yeah, Brig reveals his, his big plan. I've, I've chained the old man to the giant <laughs> pipe, and now you have to fight me but don't actually fight me because if you actually fight me i'm going to blow him to smithereens (laughs) yeah like what is what is the implication there he says like if if you don't want the old man hurt don't try anything but it's like what what are you gonna do you're right here in front of me right now literally like i've rigged i've rigged the old man to blow up okay i missed that but like yeah we don't like see like any explosives or anything. Correct. It's there's like, no, there's no like like fiddling with a detonator, and I'm like, I'll, right. I'll completely nuke this old man into oblivion if you t- if you take right. a step towards me. Yeah, it's just weird because then it like you know kind of flashes forward to like Tara's like having to defend himself and say, eh, I can't fight back, and then <laughs> Sano has his back. Tara, fight back. Do not dishonor your master. Uh, and Terry's <laughs> like, okay, well, if you insist. I don't care. Strike him down. Become yeah. more powerful than you ever imagined. <laughs> exactly. But, like, yeah, it's like, okay, like, it's not like Xehanort, like, freed himself or anything, or, like, said, like, don't believe his lies. It's basically just says, just fight. And then Terry's like, uh, yes, master. Um, <laughs> so, it, it's just weird. Um... Because, like, they, 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 like, set it up, like, oh, like, yeah. you must fight Terra, give in to your darkness. Mm. But, like, that's not why he's not fighting. You know what I mean? It's, like... It's definitely a time. He's, like, resisting because he thinks if he fights back, he's going to protect Xehanort. But... I don't know. It's, it's weird. Because, like, again, mm. like, what is Bragg's plan in all this? Because... Xehanort's duping him, too, but why is, like, I guess Brig just wants to beat him to get the Keyblade, but, like, yeah, I don't I guess know. It, like, I do you really it, think yeah. fighting him with him out, like, with him not doing anything back is going to be enough for you to win the Keyblade, quote-unquote? I don't know. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, the, uh, the convincing argument here, I guess, I... To be fair, we don't have all the pieces to the puzzle and the story as of yet. So looking back on it is definitely weird because we don't we don't know everything. But we but I guess we kind of do know everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's it only serves this literally only serves like Xehanort's purpose so far. Right. He, we spoiler for the next five minutes of the game. He's he's trying to get Terra to give in to his dark side so we can get some benefit later down the line besides another dark little pupil man to use. Um, Mm -hmm. um, But yeah, like, Bragg's like, I want the Keyblade. And (sighs) there's so many things I want to say that I can't say right now. (laughs) Overall. Yeah. Yeah. Like, to me, like, the scene would have worked better, because again... This whole thorough line of Terra's darkness is, like, very choppy, but, like, mm-hmm. this would have been better if, like, 
Terra sees Xehanort chained up, and he has such a strong surge of emotion that, like, he feels the darkness inside him, kind of like, you know, at the start, um, during yeah. the, ma- the Mark of Mastery, when he, like, gets his little, you know, shadowy perfume. Um, <laughs> and then that's what he, like, deliberately chooses to hold back, because he doesn't want to, you know, exaggerate the darkness instead of this weird, empty threat from Brig. Like, that would have made more sense. Yeah. Um, and then for Xehanort to say, like, oh, like, fight back, then, you know, that's him literally giving into the darkness in more ways than one. Um, but, yeah, basically all this amounts to is Terra doesn't want to fight, but then he decides, okay, I'll fight so we can get a boss fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I uh, <laughs> I have a real love-hate relationship with, I guess, this sequence in general. Um I do, I do really like the shot of like Terra like looks out over the like the handrail and he's like, "Up, oh, where the hell is Xehanort? And the camera pans up, but then Terra kind of reacts as if he's seeing it for like like the camera's like it's it tells the audience like, "Hey, there's the old man up there." And then Terra's like, "My spidey sense is tingling. My plot device mm-hmm. sense, my my plot sense be tingling, sir." Um, mm-hmm. And then I. <sighs> conceptually i like the idea of oh i can't attack because my right. my, my new master is like being vulnerable and xanar being like i don't give a shit about my life do the thing but yeah. i don't know i wish the blocking were better i would and i yeah because it's like Terra can't even see him he's so far away so it's like he can't perceive any Danger, and also there's no way he could actually hear Xehanort either. But whatever. Yeah, it, video exactly. game logic. It's yeah, <laughs> it, it's a very, it's a very, it's a very supposed to be like emotional scene, and like the the blocking, like literally the action and the acting of it is just Terra yeah. getting shot at, and with uh, so I had I had fairy stars on, so it, it looks you know a little absurd <laughs> as he's just holding it in front of him, and he's like, huh, huh. Huh! As he gets yep. like shot up, and like, and it break is like, "Don't you move, boy! I'll shoot." Uh. <laughs> it's it's a moment in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of moments in time, dun, wait, dun, no, Luxor's the time one. Speaking mm. of moments in gravity, um, yeah, boss fight, baby, and it's the Zigbar you know and love. It's sort of yeah. <laughs> I it's kind of uh, it's basically a one for one, not like not completely, but it's a yeah. it's a lot of moves that we we've, we've seen before from the KH two fight. So he's still got all his yeah. weird gravity shenanigans. Like he truly is kind of one for one, which brings the whole what's the point of being a nobody into debate. And I think if we mention that, my brain will explode. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. No, we'll. We'll get into that uh, with <laughs> certain other characters. Um, but, yes. Um, yeah, he's got the whole sniper's nest thing, which obviously different because there's not reaction commands. Um, but you can physically block the shots, reflect them back at him, but you have to do it, I think, like three times to knock him out. Yeah, um, you have to use your regular guard. You can, you can dodge them, but... Yes. It takes, like, five or six shots for him yeah, to... Yeah, would not run. recommend. Yeah, yeah, just guard, because it's, it's free It's it's free real estate, and it's very easy to do to block. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, and then, yeah, he's got his normal Zigbert shenanigans where he'll pop up, mm-hmm. uh, you know, from long range and then just kind of shoosh at you and you can't really do yep. anything about it. Um, yeah. And he's got his his big charge shots, which can mess you up, especially if you don't know where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, he'll, like, switch up his timing a lot. So, like, you'll guard and then, oh, no, he just stopped shooting. But now I'm, like, getting on my guard and he's starting to shoot again. Um, basically, yeah, the- he's, like, a little cocktail of all of Terra's disadvantages. <laughs> so this fight kind of sucks. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's it's one of the... I don't want to say worse. <laughs> like, it's not, like, horribly designed, but, like, speaking of... We, we talked a lot about the hit-and-run bosses at the start of the game, and this feels mm-hmm. like the worst combination of all of them. Because yep. he's so he's so dodgy, like um, similar yep. similar to the Venus fight we talked about last episode. You can maybe get like a three hit combo off before some shenanigans happen. So for him, he does a similar like kind of warpy like Venus does, where he'll just disappear and reappear away yep. from you. Whereas Venus will kind of like weird his, leave his little after image and then go ahead yep. and then do like a, his uh, downward slash. Hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's quite a hassle because mm-hmm. yeah, usually he appears really far away, and Terra's slow boy, and he's got the worst dodge in the game. Um, <laughs> so it's like flip of the coin if you're actually gonna reach Bragg in time to you know hit him before he yeah. disappears again. Yeah, and then I, uh... your, your, your jump sucks, <laughs> and like yeah. ugh, it's just. <laughs> At least it just doesn't air, feel air good slide, fighting him. But yeah, uh, yeah, Terra doesn't have the best moveset. And I guess, yeah. uh, I mean, your your commandic is whatever you want it to be. But mm-hmm. so for better and for worse, I um, his uh, final move, his like running barrage of shots KO'd me super early on because <laughs> it was on proud mode. And mm-hmm. yeah, so I guess Ooh, to, to skip ahead very mildly to that... That's one of those, and luckily for this in the charge shot, there's like a vocal command. So he'll give you a tell before he does it. So anytime he screams right. at you, block. But those ones are, you know, kind of hard to time if you don't, you don't know what you're expecting. But yeah, yes. I uh, I got kicked out of the fight and I was like, all right, fire. I, I equipped a bunch of like ranged spells because a lot of times you can get like a good yeah. spell. Because like, he essentially kind of reacts to like a certain amount of damage or like a certain amount of hits. So being able to be like one good spell gets in, it helps in the long run, especially like, yes. like you said, like he shoots at you, but he's too far away to kind of close the distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I basically got by just by spamming shot lock and then shot lock is good. I don't even shot know. Lock always, oh, shot lock always good. <laughs> basically. Um, yeah. I did that, and I used the Ventus D-Link, because okay. make you go fast. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. It, it's like, because, like we said, like it's pretty similar to his KH2 fight. Yeah. Um, but KH2 is a much different game, with a much different character. Oh, yeah. Much differently. Um, so it doesn't exactly translate, and we've not, we've not seen the last of him. So I guess we'll, we'll assess later how well he fits into the birth by sleep um mm-hmm. 
engine, I guess. But yeah, for now, we're able to fend him off. Yay. Woo! Uh, and we get some goodies. Uh, sorry, not quite yet. We get some cutscene goodies, but then we'll get some goodies yeah. for gameplay. Um, well, we do get a deck capacity upgrade, so that's always fun. Yay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we get a little wrap-up cutscene where, oh, look at that. Terra gives into the power of darkness. Ah. Um, darkness. And I guess it's Dark Firaga? I don't know. He shoots an yeah, he just, indiscriminate he lets dark <laughs> blast. <laughs> ah! Yeah, basically. And, hor- um, and horribly scars. I mean, we... Yeah, he's got... Zigbar has a truly screwed up face. So... Yeah, we we get the <laughs> we get the origin. It kind of I don't know. To be fair, I guess Ericus has Ericus has like a lot of scars. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we'll and we'll you know we find out where those come from. So I guess it is yes. it's a set, another kind of parallel. Like you know you you truly with the darkness you truly do f around and find out. And so mm-hmm. Bray Bray got the bad end of the stick on this one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I just love how, like, just, like, perfectly sculpted the scars are. Like, it just made it just graze him, like, right, you know, from the corner of his his face to, like, through his eye. And it's, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like terror is really the same... values aesthetic. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> is the same shot he fired at Bragg, like, arc up and, like, free Xehanort? Am I remembering correctly or wrong? Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah, it's like... Okay, that worked out well. <laughs> Two for um, one! Exactly. But, yeah, Bragg is obviously caught off guard. He's like, ah, my face! My beautiful face! My moneymaker! <laughs> um, and then he... Um, Mario jumps his way out of the scene. Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> boop, 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 boop. <laughs> it, it's it's not outside it god it makes me think of um when i was getting somebody one of my friends into playing uh seven remake and so everyone's a normal human but cloud strife has like a 40 foot vertical jump because he's a goddamn superman and i'm just like mm-hmm. it's it's a video game it's a video game. <laughs> yeah, but it just it just looks really silly. Like they could have just does. had him jump straight up and that would have been more believable or you know, look quote unquote cooler than like yeah, it literally shows he like we were missing blocking earlier, like the camera pans out to show like the stairs leading all the way down mm. and Brig just jumps into the background and you see his little character model hop, hop, hop like 10 <laughs> times to like cover the whole distance. And let's it, it just like have him jump over the ledge at that point. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it just I, looks I so silly. It's a uh, God. It, uh, I, I was like, what does it remind me of? It reminds me of, uh, <laughs> ba- of side, side jumping in Ocarina of Time. Yes. Yes. Very accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. But, yeah. He gone. Xehanort saved. Praise be to darkness. Um, and, yeah. He just... It's basically the scene from Revenge of the Sith. In a lot of ways, actually. Um, where mm-hmm. young Anakin 
you know, takes out Mace Windu, and he's like, what have I done? And then <laughs> Xehanort slash Palpatine is like, oh, you're giving in to your power, Master Terra. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, yeah, he basically tells him that, you know, this whole darkness thing, it ain't so bad, kiddo. Um, use it. And then he, like, goes on to besmirch Ericus's name by saying, Ah, that Ericus is a fool. He embraces the light too much. But don't forget, the world is made up of balls. So just, you know, maybe a little darkness here and there, you know. It'll do you some good. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, that old chestnut of quote-unquote balance. But then... <laughs> He, like, immediately follows it up by saying, now go kill the boy of darkness, because that kind of darkness is bad, so that's <laughs> your target? I don't know. Hmm. I, I guess Van Vanitas brings the unversed, so there is, there is, like, an ulterior motive to actually getting rid of him. I guess, hmm, I think a better way to convince Terra would be if you go find Vanitas, you can, like kind of throw him back into Ven and kind of solve a lot of problems at yeah. once, maybe? That would be kind yeah. of more interesting. Yeah, like, he should have definitely, like, said, you know, something like that, like, you know, appeal to his friends, like, yeah. either that or just straight up, like, oh, like, you know, as long as Venetus lives, Ven is in danger, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, something like that where it's like, okay, like, you get that Terra has a motive to, you know, embrace this forbidden power because he's doing it out of love. Um, exactly. But instead, it's just darkness makes me feel good. So, uh, sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because right now it's... Yeah, yeah, it's just go take out Vanitas, Vanitas evil, uh, do the thing. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so, like, nothing's really changed Plot-wise, as we discussed yeah. last episode, where, like, their motivations feel so static throughout. Yeah. Um, it's just now, you know, Terry's done a little bit more dabbling in the darkness. He's still not fully converted, but, you know, he's he's dark curious. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Uh, um, so, yeah, Xehanort's putting on the moves. Um... And yeah, he he drops the the master card, and Tara's like, "Oh, that's got a nice Tara. ring to it." Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> um, and then yeah, for this we do get a shiny new shot lock, the dark volley, ooh, yes. gameplay synergy. Um, and then Zaynor's report number two, which I have not read. We'll obviously get into that much later. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Oh, so, we then cut to uh, a little Terra Ven cutscene, which is, again, basically the same exact cutscene as when he left the Lantern departure, yep. where Ven comes running down a giant set of stairs. Terra! Terra! Terra, I'm coming! Wait! I'm oh almost God. there! <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Just, okay. Give me a minute. Maybe, maybe, maybe you can start running to me. This, this is really far. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. <coughs> <coughs> Damn it! 
Let I'm me go scared. With you. I'm scared for Kevin now. <laughs> uh, yeah. He, okay. he just says, put me in your pocket. Tara, I'll be a good boy. And Tara says, mm-hmm. oh, oh, sweet baby stupid Vin. No, oh. no, I would, I would never do that. Vin, Vin. <laughs> uh, but he does give him the lovely consolation of, when the time comes where I need you the most, I know you'll be there. It's basically just like, I'll shut be up, there. sport. <laughs> Um, yeah, that would have made that scene much better. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like Ven is like visibly like moved by this. And it's just like, he's just stringing you along, bro. <laughs> like, it's just like what I was just saying with like the whole darkness thing. Like, nothing's changed here. So, like, I just want a little more oomph. Like, Tara yeah. said, like, just giving him more more to go off of, like, I need you to take care of Aqua while I find the masked boy. Can you do that for me, Vin? Or, like... Yeah, something different. You're it's, not... Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it is technically different from when he left the land departure, but it still feels very similar in, in literally blocking, like, you know, how the cutscene plays out and literally the resolution of, like... No, yeah. you can't come with me. Bye-bye. So, yeah. Uh, and especially they're... coming off of the last cutscene they had, where, like... Yeah. He just told him to F off, basically. It's like... Yes, why are we, why make are we, why are we friends all, again? Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and especially because, like, Ven turns on Aqua, like, immediately, and then he's like... Okay, Tara, like... You're a terrible thank you person. So much. Thank you for noticing me, senpai. Like... Truly... Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> there. I'm tr- so obviously, like, Ven is the Sora, Riku is. Uh, Terra's the Riku. <sighs> Sora does have, like, an undying loyalty to his friends a bit, but it's not. But again, it's not. As as we were joking just now, it, it, it wasn't, like, true senpai syndrome. It's like, I'd follow Riku into a put full of lava if he told me he'd come yeah. along. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know we'll we'll get into it in a little bit well yeah. i guess immediately after this when we get to vin section but yeah just like his whole little arc is getting a little little shaky right now but whatever tara blows the scene again Pew! um and then, um, yeah, that's pretty much it for him. But we do get one little wrap-up cutscene with our villains. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we cut back to the exact same location. Um, and apparently Bragg just, you know, went to the nurse's station and got a little <laughs> bandage on his face. And then immediately was, you know, fine enough to confront Xehanort. Oh, um, man! Yeah, he's basically, you know... Mad that, you know, hey, this wasn't part of the plan. Uh, I, I didn't think that he could use darkness against me. I thought it was the other way around. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, and he just, he just basically just starts mowing him down and shooting his little laser guns, uh, shooting to kill, I guess. Um, but then again, Xehanort activates his 
mysterious force powers and just literally puts up a shield that just blocks all of Zigbar's or Briggs' shots. Yep. Because apparently that's the thing you could do now. Um, but basically, it's just to show armor. that. Uh, literally. Um, <laughs> but it's to show that he means business, because then, oh, Danny pulls out the big guns. He pulls out his big, spiky keyblade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't mean nothing about it. Can yeah. we just, yeah, just talk about this? <laughs> he changes his tune real quick. Yeah. And Zeno don't even have to say a thing. Just give him that look. Um, uh, so, yeah. Uh, basically, he just falls in line immediately, and it's very clear who's running this little partnership. Um, and then, yeah, uh, Bragg pontificates on Terrace, fall to the darkness, and he he, he remarks, oh, I'm glad he, he didn't... You know, go as far to take my heart. Who, who, who would want to suffer a fate like that? Um, which is, yeah, kind of a weird thing to call out, but it's all to set up saying not revealing that. <laughs> no one such as Terra isn't steeped in darkness enough to steal a heart. He could dun, not accomplish dun, dun. such a feat. Ah, which <laughs> I thought was like clear already like didn't we like like we saw and maleficent like basically proclaimed as much that yeah it was her taking control over him to steal aurora's heart on his yeah Hmm. but this looks set up as some weird revelation like yeah (laughs) i don't hmm i guess i have thoughts and I don't remember a thousand percent the back half in in terms of like overarching story content. So it definitely stuck out to me in, in, in my, I I shouldn't even say headcanon, but like in my conceptualization of that, it's like, all right, Maleficent, like, you know, took control of Terra and used Terra's power. And Xandron's like, oh no, he can't do that by himself. He's a baby. And like, Mm -hmm. all right, what's your, what's your end goal here? (laughs) Like, I just now have, like, yeah. in my head, like, I have the, the concept of uh, Maleficent doing that. Like, all right, Tara, you work for me now. And Xehanort running out from behind the curtain and, like, holding Tara and being like, all right, you point it this way. And then, like, running away, <laughs> like, like right. dick dastardly into the, ba- into the background. And then being mm. like, do the thing, do the thing. Yeah. Like, this whole idea of someone possessing you... So you can steal a heart. It's just a weird little plot dynamic, and yeah, it's weird that they're calling attention to it again because it doesn't, it doesn't come up after this. So yeah, yeah. Um, but it's basically just there to suggest that there's still light in him. Oh, um, but not not once I get my dirty old hands on him. <laughs> um, so yeah. Scheming is afoot, but I just think it's interesting, like, the shots of Xehanort raising his keyblade, and mm. it's pointy in first, so it's like, Zay- or Bragg's face in frame with the mm. big blue no-name eye right yep. in front of him, so I just think it's funny that, like, the 
he like acts surprised, like, oh, what's this giant keyblade that I've definitely never seen before? Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, but that's, <laughs> that's <laughs> it's getting way ahead of ourselves, my darlings. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, it's like I was saying earlier, like who sought out. Who? Because yeah, this scene plays extremely, extremely different once you have future knowledge. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 So, but um, again, I, yeah. So I guess in the long scheme of things, I meant to bring it up earlier, but, but you know, we kind of glossed, didn't really gloss out into it. <sighs> So we've seen, we've seen a good amount of the original organization so far, like yep. So uh, well, we're so, about to see a few more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I guess Briggs, the only one with Flair. I don't know. I was like, you know, I was, I was like making sure like the info um, for the boss fight like lined up with like the notes I had, which are pretty straightforward. I was just like, I'm like. Yeah, like, everyone else kind of has very standard fare. Like, the scientists just wear lab coats. They look very much like Anson the Wise. I guess Anson the Wise also wears a scarf. And we know that Xehanort from the KH2 flashbacks uh, also... Nah, he, he was kind of very straightforward. But yeah, for some reason, like, Anson the Wise wears a scarf. Bragg's got, like, this red bandana. Everyone else just wears kind of very standard clothes. Mm-hmm. They're pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's to really accentuate Bragg further to kind of distance him from everybody else, because he is... We will we will find mm. out throughout the course of BBS that out of the original org members, he is probably the most distinct. Like, he has yes. the most to offer and contribute to the BBS story. Everyone else kind yes. of lives and dies on Radiant Garden, but he extends further beyond. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah, that's an interesting observation. I hadn't picked up on that. Um, Just a thought. But yeah, we've we've not seen the last of him. Oh but no! But we have seen the last of Terra and Radiant Garden for now. So we're gonna move on over to Van. Yay! Um. So yeah, it's really just the one scene here of note. But mm-hmm. we make our way back to the courtyard. And, yeah, we find a little baby, um, who turns out to be a very young Yenzo. Yeah! Uh, which is Zexion's corresponding somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, then Evan comes and finds him. Um, yeah, after... says... <laughs> Is there like, is there a, like a scripted fight to like save Yenzo yes. or okay? Cause, yep. Because everyone yeah, yeah. has to be in some sort of peril before we exactly. Meet them. <laughs> yeah, you just you make your way back to the courtyard and there's an instance fight and Yenzo, completely emotionless child, is just in the middle of everything. He's like, "This is fine." And Fen's like, "Someone get that sassy child out of here." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Evan thanks you for saving him. Yay! And then, yeah, he spouts out, you know, more weird foreboding nonsense. Yeah, um, what, what, what was it last episode? He said, like, a heart... He, he like, knows that Ven is, like, of pure light, because him and Vanitas mm-hmm. have split off at this point. 
And here he says something along the lines of, This is not the last time we shall meet. Mm-hmm. I know this. I've read the strategy guide. <laughs> yeah, he like, yeah, he says something like, I have a feeling that our hearts are destined to cross paths again. Um, which, yeah, is that just like a cheeky little line like, eh, eh, uh, you recognize this character? Or... Basically. Hmm. God. Or I... is he also privy to certain knowledge based on his affiliates? Hmm. I guess so. I... Mm. I can't. Uh, my my first instinct say. is just to write it off, but it is also Evan slash Vexen. So this this yeah. uh, this this man this man can know anything at this point. Who truly freaking knows? Ugh. Yeah, basically. I think it's yeah. I think it's just a simple like, you know, prequel line of like ah the thing. Um, yeah. You said I don't thing. think there's anything more nefarious at play, but it does okay. make you wonder. Um, but yeah, we, we see a little baby Enzo, which is just like, why? (laughs) (laughs) Like, why did they purposefully make him so young? Like, I guess Zexion looks younger compared to the other members, but like, not that much. (laughs) Not by that much. Like, I guess like, um... Zaldin and Exelia, Exalus, um, I guess I don't remember their, honestly don't remember their real names anyway, but they, they, they have an Evan and like Ansem, I don't know, not Ansem, uh, Zemnis, and mm-hmm. they kind of seem like a little older, like, you know, they're, they're truly grown men, like Marluxia, mm-hmm. Axel, Syx look to be like on like the younger side, like mid twenties and younger essentially, I guess mm. Zexian Zexian feels like a baby's first drink. Like he feels like younger than the rest, but not like considerably. Mm. But like he's You're literally. Right. I guess we don't have like a frame of concept. I guess like Kyrie is the only other child we've met so far in the campaign. And right. We know it's ten years before KH, so she's like four or five at this point. So you could say Ienzo's around that age, but also the fact that he gets. Uh, the 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 no the nobody growth thing kind of comes yeah, into effect here. That's what but, I'm getting at here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He a thousand percent gets turned into a nobody like less than ten years from now because he has he's grown he's grown a little bit. But the fact that he becomes a nobody, I I'm gonna guesstimate. I forget the timeline, but like two to three years before KH one or two. So he's definitely still growing. But the fact that his nobody, his soul body essentially grows and like, ah, yeah, I guess the real body does as well. Like, the, the god. It's, we were talking about suspension of disbelief earlier, and I think this is another version of suspension of disbelief. But it does, it, it does make the vein in my forehead pop a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like, why, why'd you have to do this? <laughs> Like, it, it was just fun, because it's like, it's not like him being young adds anything to the story. Like, it's not like they're like, oh, he's a child prodigy, because he doesn't say anything. Yeah, um, about to say, he, doesn't, he doesn't say a goddamn line. He just stares. Yeah. He's just 
child. I guess I think they say something like, "Oh, he doesn't have any parents." Ah. Um, oh yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> some real some real Bruce Wayne BS of like, he's a smart child, but you know what? He's an orphan, so like you know, life's a double-edged mm-hmm. sword, kid. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much all he does here. Just gets saved and then goes on his merry little way. Um, yep. And then we get a reversal action command, um, which is like dodge slash counter and one. I'll be honest, I don't really like this this um, command because it just feels finicky because like, it's on the square button and you basically yeah. have to guard at the very last minute, mm-hmm. but instead of guarding... You do you'll, a reversal. Yeah, you'll do like the standard reversal, of what we know from KH two. But yeah, it's yeah. not a re- it's not a reaction command we're used to. It's basically a pre like a super preemptive guard. So I have not yeah. messed around. I've I've equipped it, but I haven't really messed around with the timing too much. I've just been smashing everything that comes into my line of sight. So mm-hmm. uh, I haven't really messed yeah, with the like timing the of game, it. Yeah, the game the game is too fast for something like this. Like. Yeah, I, I can see Especially I when you're fighting that. groups. Like, you're not going to wait until the very last minute to mm-hmm. reversal, so... Yeah. Hmm. It seems like something... I, my initial thought process, having already played BBS before, I guess, um, it, <laughs> it might be more advantageous in boss fights to come, but then I'm like, actually, how much could it probably screw us over in certain boss fights to come, actually? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, haha, I pulled a reversal, and this boss is like, alright, I'm still doing, like, my big unga bunga attack, so you're not really dodging anything, kid, and you're like, oh no, I'm in danger. Yeah, exactly, like, cool that it's there, but in, you know, actual use, not really sure how much it's doing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, let's see. After that, uh, we run into Aqua, yay! Uh, who also just kind of happens to be there and also just kind of forgets that we just had this huge spat. <laughs> You're um, Aqua! You're a terrible person. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, Evan does tell him, like, where Terra is. Like, oh, I might have seen someone like that. And then yeah, yeah, Vin's... he points towards the Fountain Garden. Yeah, and then Vin is so excited, he's like, Aqua, I found Terra again, even though we just saw him. It's like, if <laughs> I it's found that, him again, just, again. Yeah, like, just put a tracker on him or something if it's that important <laughs> to you. <laughs> like, we're just going in circles here. Um, but yeah, Aqua, again, just kind of has the same reaction where she just says, go home. You're a small child. You're just going to get yourself killed. Um, and yeah, don't talk back. And then she leaves. <laughs> and again, no, nothing's changed there as far as Aqua and Vin's relationship. Mm. Yep. Aqua, like how she sees him. It's just, yeah, another kind of pointless interaction there. Um, uh, but it does set up a little flashback to... Happier times, shall we say, mm-hmm. um, where Van is fighting Terra with their little practice keyblades, and Van kind of sucks at it, um, mm-hmm. and he's getting all beat up with his wooden sword, ah, but then Aqua tells him, hey, 
or I can't remember, maybe it was Terra actually, but they say, oh, you see all those nicks on your sword? That's a sign of how much you're learning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is, you know, a nice thought, but uh, whenever I see this scene, like, all I can think of is like, oh my God, he's like holding that thing barehanded. Like, he must get so many splinters from this <laughs> horribly beat up wooden play sword, like... <laughs> Put on a glove or something, for the love of God. Oh, my God. Um, he, yeah. Yeah, this this is the scene where, um, I, I, I'm not sure the exact terminology, honestly, but I, I call it soulless Ven, whenever his, like, he doesn't have, like, the, the, yeah. the, the light in his eyes, he's still kind of recovering from having Vanitas kind of split off. And so he's like, I'm a, just a sack of potatoes. And Aqua's like, you're doing great, sweetie, keep it up. Yeah. <laughs> You're able to hold a sword, aren't you? Then you can fight. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But it is weird. Like, so in universe, this happened sometime around four years ago. Um, even though they all look the exact same, which yeah. is, yeah, funny that then you look at a character like, you know, Yenzo who just completely changes, you know, <laughs> over a similar amount of time, just about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like, it implies, well, maybe it's like he's like rejiggering his memory because he did have a keyblade before the whole soul snatching thing. Mm. Um, but it's just showing that they're bonding. Yay. Very, very similar to Shion. Um, you know, during her early days where she was just kind of this pink canvas and then she learned more as she practiced with Roxas. Um, but yeah, they have their little bonding moments and you can definitely tell like Tara's voice actors, like, you know, putting on a more youthly affect because this is where he has the line of being a Keyblade master is all I ever dreamed about. Yeah. You're not the only one. I know. (laughs) You, me, and Vin, we all share the same dream for some reason. We still don't <laughs> really know what being a Keyblade Master is, but whatever. It's all we got. Cut, cut um, to like a, like a Bart, Simpin, Bart blah, cut to like a Bart Simpson-esque, uh, uh, I want to be a Keyblade Master written on the chalkboard like 20 times. Yep, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, Tara shows off his weird wooden Keyblade, which, whatever. Um... Which then cuts us to Ven sitting down against the wall, and now, for some reason, he has that exact wooden keyblade, um, and he's yeah. just been carrying it around this whole time. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I can... in in retrospective. This shouldn't bug us, but it still does. Oh, it does. Yeah, it like I mean, does. like well, welcome to the JRPG. I'm holding my pockets are full of fifty pounds of BS, but I walk around like it's nothing, and so you know, it's at least in terms of keyblades, in terms of weapons, then you know the in universe, like you know, you change out your keychain, supposed to kind of change the keyblade with it. But this is just like a practice sword. It's like the equivalent of like yeah. Sora's old wooden sword. He doesn't carry it around. He only gets it because Riku's like, I held on to this for 17 years, fucko. And you don't have a keyblade anymore, so take it! 
Events like yeah. I've been carrying this memento. I just like <laughs> a very. It's a very large memento to be carrying around this entire time. Then so I'm, exactly. I'm just curious. Like, why would you have this? <laughs> uh, like, because yeah, you can't materialize it. So he had to very deliberately like have his little you know hobo knapsack, <laughs> just the keyblade tied in the little handkerchief. Um, it's just silly. Like, hearkening back to the Riku scene you just mentioned, like, maybe this could have worked if, well, I'm, I'm, I'm mixing up my scenes, but if mm-hmm. they had the Ven and Terra scene right before this, um, mm-hmm. and show Terra giving him the Keyblade, which it doesn't make much sense for Terra to carry it around either, yeah. But whatever darkness. Um, whatever. So darkness. then it's like it's like a little symbol of their renewed friendship. I don't know. And then that's why Vin is reminiscing on it. Um, mm. But now it just looks dumb. It's like you've just been carrying this around with you the whole time. <laughs> it reminds me of well, it's it also because Vin looks like Roxius. Um, it reminds me of a lot of when Roxas would, at the start of Cage 2, uh, just pick up, like, a stick and turns into the Keyblade, has, like, the whole transmogrifying data-looking thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, maybe, th- this is me just kind of ad-libbing, but, like, Terra, fi- uh, not Terra, Ven finds a random stick and he waves it around it reminds him of his wooden Keyblade. And then, like, mm. that might trigger the flashback. Yeah. Yeah. That would have that would have been a nice little transition. Yeah. Um, but in any case, he's like flipping it around like he's some sort of like baton twirler, and then he butterfingers over here drops it. Uh. And he has a very loud clanking wooden noise sound <laughs> that draws the attention of the two neighborhood boys nearby. Ooh, one of them's really fiery and the other's all cool. Who could this be? My uh, boy! It's a little baby Lee and uh, Isa, yeah. as we know now. Mm. Um, yeah, surprise! It's another cameo. They're here! Um, and, yeah, it's just a pretty quick little scene, but they basically make fun of him for still playing with wooden swords. <laughs> Lamer. Um, <Yep>. And then... <laughs> Lee just kind of immediately challenges him to a fight. Uh, See, so like, you know, oh, let's see what you can do with that thing. And then he pulls out his little, his little not chakrams, but the little chakram-esque frisbees. <laughs> Freaking frisbees. Cute. I mean, they're teenagers, <laughs> but, like, the little, the little then, frisbees um, just make me giggle every time. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, pretty cute little touch. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, they, they have a little funny fight, and then they bond, because they're boys. Um, but I would have liked this to have been, like, an actual fight. Like, yeah, why not give us, you know, the Keyblade, like, you know, make it like a struggle bat, where, like, you know, we're just doing, you know, like, minimal damage, like, maybe you can't use your command or something, but, like, you know, just, like, oh, yeah. an actual little, like... yeah. Or, um, Here's yeah. a fight with Lee that you can actually play instead of just immediately 
fading to white in the cutscene. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Similar like you're saying, similar to struggle, like uh uh <clears throat> gosh. Then gets he he picks up the like after you know after having like the wooden keyblade being mocked at it would be nice for him to pick it up and be like i'll show you because i'm not gonna take out my legitimately blunt weapon yeah. against two teenagers yeah yeah you can make it like a little mini game or something or like again like struggle where you can like come back to it and like play it later um yeah. like maybe maybe you have to like deflect lee's frisbee back at him or something i don't know but like, mm. just a little thing, because like this is this is all you see of them, um, in the whole game, except for like one very small scene at the very end. Um, so it's just kind of like thanks, I guess. But okay, but that kind of goes for all these cameos. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, Finn realizes. Wait a minute, I can make other friends. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Who would have thunk? Mm-hmm. And then Lee has this whole shonen protagonist motto of like, I'm going to tell everyone I know who I am. That way I'll be immortal in their memories. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to which Isa then chides him. Or I guess he makes fun of him first and then Lee has that whole little monologue. But he, he says something like, geez, what is it with you and picking up stray puppies or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Yep, he does. Yeah, which is interesting when you know what Aizen Lee's big mission is. Um, makes you wonder about a certain mysterious character. Relationship. <laughs> um, but I guess it's it's hearkening forward to Axel, you know, taking Raxis under his wing, and then later Xion. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, other than that, we don't really see Axel as, like, eh, like a social type, but I guess, Correct. you know, yeah. he, like, has a little thing with Sora, and then k- kind of Kyrie, but not really in Kingdom Hearts yeah. 2 anyway. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know, like... It's just like a weird little characteristic to give Lee that doesn't really come up again. But I mean, I guess Axel's different than Lee. But yeah, it's just like they lean so hard into like, look at what a spunky little hero he is. Like, ah, he wants everyone to remember him. But like, that doesn't really track with the Axel we know. So aside from. Literally, it's him making people memorize his name, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Eh, it's, it, it, I don't know. It's still kind of on brand, but not fully. But, like, this is years before, I guess, they develop into nobodies and develop their, I guess, I would say, quote-unquote, new personalities. But it's it's at least the fledgling, like, I'm going to be I'm gonna be everyone's favorite character one day. Just, just you mm-hmm. wait. I'll yeah. be the best I guess. Yeah. It's, uh... This is what... I was... This kind of scene in general... I guess, to be fair, Lee and Isa's kind of friendship... Um, I did appreciate... I appreciate this more, playing... Having played through, uh, Days. We played through Days, mm-hmm. you know, recently. 
because the entire the entire game alludes to like Saiyak's Axel used to be friends at some point, but there's some splintering that happens off like, yes. during their time in the org. So it's yep. nice to see like what they were before they kind of split up and uh Saiyak's like, You left me behind. You got new friends. How dare mm-hmm. you? Like, yeah, I, I guess I guess I just would have liked more screen time with them. Definitely. Because um, I do scene, like... And then, like, another one, naturally it. Yeah. Like, I like how, yeah, Vin meets kids his age that he can be friends with. And it's, like, him, you know, stepping out of his shell, quote-unquote. Um, but then they just leave, like, immediately. Um, so, I don't know, yeah. it would have been fun if, like... Like, his whole visit to Radiant Garden was, like, based on, you know, getting up to hijinks with Lee and Isa, because otherwise he doesn't really do anything here except get yelled at. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, it's just funny to me, like, they, like, go out of their way to, like, make these, you know, entirely new character models of young Lee and Isa, but then they, like, do very little, so. Yeah, at least you see Lee, he, he has, like, the, the fighting pose that Axel has, where he's, like, kind of tossing his, they're not chakrams now, but, you know, it's it's the same character model animation. Mm. Isa, we don't, yeah, because he's got a giant freaking claymore. We don't see that at all in his, uh, yeah. his younger self is all. Again, something would have been, like, nice to see, like, you know, you know who I'm going to be one day, but. Yeah. Say, say la vie. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, we do get one little parting memento from them, though, but, um, yeah, they have some friendly banter, and then they, like, look up at the castle knowingly, oh, mm-hmm. we have to remember our mission. Um, yes, their mission. And then they, mm. they leave. An, an important um, thing will come very much, we'll, here's, a, here's a bookmark, we'll come back to it in, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a while. Uh, so yeah, that, that very chance encounter, which I mean, I guess, I guess it's more than what Aqua got from meeting Kyrie, but that was enough to, to inspire Vin to, to manifest an entirely new Keyblade. Woo! <laughs> which is the Frolic Flame. Um, yeah. <laughs> so... We, uh, well, I did a, a key lead ranking list quite recently. Yes. And, um, yeah, this one was pretty low on the list, I have to be honest. Um, <gasps> ah! I think it's pretty uggo. Not going Hot take, the, hot uh, take. Ah, I mean, not really, honestly. I, the attempt I think was I, made. Th- <laughs> yeah, I think I'm fine with it. Um, Hmm. In terms of st- in terms of story wise, I always would have liked, and th- this is very personal. It's not like this is bad. I think, uh, I think gameplay wise, Ven getting a new keyblade at this point makes sense because, like, yeah, yeah, I liked God. Terra doesn't get any new keyblades for quite some time. Like Tower, yeah. Badlands, Radiant Garden, technically Disney Town, and then then like either Olympus or Deep Space, wherever you go next, you get a new keyblade. 
So mm-hmm. gameplay wise, I'm happy Ven gets a new Keyblade here. I think I would have liked to see this be a D Link instead because you know it's. I like, was gonna say D Links are like, hey, you and I, we had a connection. Like again, exactly. like meeting Mickey and fighting Vanitas, that was enough to get it. Um, for him and Ven, for Mickey and Ven, just Aqua and uh, Mickey fighting off the unversed in front of the castle was also enough to again forge a D Link. So I think. Again, I think gameplay-wise, New Keyblade is fun. New Keyblade makes sense. But I think story or continuity-wise, I think a D-Link would have been more on-brand, per yeah. se. That would have been way cooler. Because then, yeah, yeah, like, you can carry Axel with you wherever you go. And then, yeah, you could have done, like, a whole moveset based on the fire and ranged yeah. attacks. And could have done something yeah. really fun for the finisher. And then, yeah. Yeah, because, like, uh, hmm. Yeah, Maleficent uses, like, fire and lightning and sleep a little bit, but that's mm-hmm. kind of the only fire-ish adjacent right. D-Link, I believe. So there there was mm-hmm. space for it at the very much, but uh, we, we did get Frolic Flame instead. The design is okay. <laughs> I know you're not, not a big fan of it. It it serves yeah. its purpose. I the, the unfortunate thing, and we can, you know, we can kind of touch about it. I mean, we've... we've We've played Kingdom Hearts 2. We know that Bond of Flame uh, exists. So yeah. there, there are several Lee slash Axel adjacent Keyblades. And this is unfortunately the bottom of the barrel. But all the other ones feel much better yeah. compared to this too. So like, it's like, hey, new Keyblade, nice. But also we've seen, have we, we've seen better. <laughs> for better yeah. and for worse. Yeah, it's just like... Ugh, uh, I'm looking at it now, and, like, yeah, it's the same problem I said about, you know, the early Disney World Keyblades, where, like, they always mess up the blade, so, like, mm-hmm. the whole thing doesn't literally need to be fire, because, <laughs> like, fire is just, you can't really do much with that, like, it's just, it's fire, <laughs> so, like, it's just very boring and just all kind of blends together. Um, I'm actually looking at a, a fan-made design here, which is much nicer. It's like an actual blade, but then, yeah, the tip is like a fiery flourish. And it's like something like that would have been so much better. Uh, mm-hmm. But instead, it's like this weird little plume that like blends in on itself, which is, yeah. But it's actually yeah. somewhat disappointing me because it's... One of, uh, I don't know the exact number in my head, but it's one of very few exclusive Keyblades to Ven, yep. and then it's just a Lee Keyblade, so it's like, okay, thanks, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, yeah, I mean, if anybody was going to get the Lee Keyblade, Ven yeah. was going to get it because of the Roxas connection, but... yeah. Yeah, it it does leave a little bit to desire. I feel like I'm I'm also staring at the design right now. I have a page up. I feel like in a different game, this and its adjacent keyblades can kind of be pulled off a little better. Like I think of because uh, we played uh, play D and D. Like Flame Blade is like it's literally just the hilt of a sword. You say a magic word, and then you know a f- yeah. blade made of flame emerges. So I feel like if the Keyblade could be dynamic in a way instead of stagnant, like if it was literally just like a burst of flame in the shape of a Keyblade, it doesn't have to be this exact frolic flame design, but if it's something more flowing and dynamic, I think that could also be very, very cool. But mm. we kind of have to have like this static model to to hit enemies with. Yeah. So kind of can't extend into that territory. 
Yeah. I do think it's a cute touch, though, that... And now that I... Now I know this, uh, but there's, like, the little, um, you know, bomb face on the yeah. hilt. Ah, uh, look at that. Which, I guess, is also on the frisbee itself. Um, mm. But that's a fun little touch. Some little Final Fantasy nuts. Yay. Yeah, it's, it's something, so... Yeah, it's something, all right. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, we do get one very ominous parting words from Ven. Because, yeah, Eyes and Leah, like, their whole, like, ugh, ugh, I hate you, but you're my friend. But, yeah, <laughs> secretly, I love you. Ah. Um, and then Ven, you know, admires from afar, and he says to himself, must be nice knowing who your friends are. <laughs> Which is like, what? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I, it is, I mean, so literally we've mocked the the story for being like, you guys had a fight 20 minutes ago, why are you so chummy now? I, I don't know. It's such a heel turn. Yeah. It, it does and does not make sense at the same time to me. <laughs> yes, correct. Like, because, uh, like, Ven's whole M.O. is friendship. Like, he's doing this mm-hmm. out of loyalty for Terra. So, like, what do you mean? It's a nice to know who your friends are. Like, you, you, you only have two friends. You know exactly who they are. <laughs> <laughs> I can... Uh. I could see it played out differently where Ven kind of melancholically is like, it must be nice to know who your friends are. But he says, like, with a smile, like, he's he's all cheery, yeah. which is a very Ven thing to do. But I feel like, you know, I think this scene could have been played out differently because, I mean, he, Atero was like, all right, bye, bitch. I'll see you later. Aqua's like, you're a child. Go the hell home. So mm-hmm. I feel like the the optimism... <sighs> It's not a thousand percent warranted, but it is Vin's personality. I, again, I would have preferred a different direction, but this this is what we got. So this is what we'll work yeah. with, essentially. Like, I wonder if it was, like, a translation issue? Because, mm-hmm. like... I, I don't know. Like, a more fitting line would be something like, that. must be nice hanging out with your friends, or must be nice getting to spend time with your friends. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, like... To know who your friends are, like, nothing about Ben's story has ever suggested that that's been an issue for him, because, like, um, yeah, of the three worlds he's been to, he's made friends, like, immediately. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. So, can't. <laughs> yeah. Um, little... yeah. It is what it is. Exactly. So that's his little story. We got a fun little cameo of our baby Looney Tunes. So, yay. <laughs> so we have just Aqua's story to wrap up, which, yeah, really not a whole lot here. Um, yeah, so her front her front half was pretty... It's a little more packed than the boys, but her, her back half is much, much shorter. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um... So, yep, we retrace her steps. Um, and, cause yeah, like she, she went, she took the detour girls. Um, yes. and so you can go through, you know, the fountain area, like Ven and Aqua or Ven and Terra do on their way mm. toward the boss fight with the trendy armor. Um, 
and you can get a block recipe, and also you'll meet Merlin again. Yay! He begrudgingly gives you the 100 acre wood, um, and somehow Zaynard's support number three! It's weird. (laughs) It's weirdly enough, um, I noticed this going through, and I double-checked, um, because, yeah, it literally goes Terra, Aqua, no, sorry, Terra, then Aqua, in terms of, like, the timeline of meeting Merlin. So, Terra obviously meets himself with the book, goes inside, reads the book. There's no there's no big chest in there. For Ven, there's a big chest in there, and also for Aqua, for some reason. Mm-hmm. So, do you know, they're Shaft and Terra, but, you know, apparently Merlin's just, you know, he's got a book report, of you know, one of Xehanort's book reports hiding in a, he had it in his back pocket, apparently. Yeah, very confusing implication there, like... Because in Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, like, usually you get the reports, like, after a boss fight. <laughs> and yeah. even in this game, like, we just got one from, um, uh, beating Brag. So, mm-hmm. weird. <laughs> it was Merlin all along. Uh. No! <laughs> he's he's Xehanort. He's been yeah. norted. Yes. So, then we, um, we get to the courtyard and mm-hmm. oh no, it's the masked boy again! Ah! And oh boy! He just he just kind of shows up for no good reason to start a fight, which is yeah. like funny. Like obviously, Vin. Well, I guess he's not consciously looking for Vanitas, but like subconsciously, he's you know connected to him, and then. Yep. Terra was explicitly told to come here to the City of Light to find the masked boy. But then it's Aqua who ends up fighting him. She has, like, <laughs> no real frame of reference for him, aside from Aqua... he's the bad guy. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. It's it's truly the one-punch man of, like, whose sassy child is this standing in the corner? I have no relation to this boy. Why is he here? Yeah, like, I guess... So, like, Ven just fought him in the Badlands. And then... Actually, I don't think Terra ever fights Vanitas. I could be wrong, man. But I don't think so. Mm, Vanitas final... proper, I should say. Yeah, I'm thinking the f- the final fights blur a little bit, but I still don't think Ven... Not Ven. Uh, I don't think yeah, uh, Terra fights think so. uh, Vanitas whatsoever. Um, yeah. He definitely fights Aqua here and Aqua in the final sequence. So yeah, Terra, he might be, he has no connection to Terra. He's so, very, very funny because he, you know, as you just mentioned, his whole mission is go find the bad, go find the gimp. He's hiding around somewhere. Go find him, boy. And then you, mm-hmm. Terra actually never fights him. So. Yeah. Hilarious. Um, yeah. It just kind of feels a little fillery. Cause yeah, he just kind of shows up and then they just fight. Um... But whatever. I guess Aqua needed something to do in the second Ex- half. Exactly. It <sighs> it definitely feels very fillery because also the way we're playing it too. Like we just yeah. did this fight as Ven like an hour ago, gameplay wise. So there's absolutely no change. Yeah, it's I feel pretty like he's, similar. Yeah, I think he's e- he's probably easier as Aqua because even though it's the harder campaign, I think his stats are probably about the same because you're kind of in the same spot or same level range in the whole yeah, midpoint I... section so th- there was nothing there was literally like nothing new i i might try to check the stats in the background but it again it's it's the exact same fight that we've done very recently so it feels very like huh okay 
Yeah, it was noticeably easier. Easier. Mm. Um, and I'm not sure if that was just I have a more optimal Aqua compared to Ven, or if the game deliberately like shaved his stats down a bit, so it's more like a story moment. Like, oh, like Aqua yeah. is so much more prepared than Ven to fight this mysterious foe. Um, yeah, I'll take a look. Or maybe it was that shiny new command style we got, which I don't think we covered last time, but um. Uh, yeah, Aqua's got a new command style, mm. uh, Ghost Blade, uh, which is very good. So it's one of those tier two commands. Um, oh, I don't think I don't. Do I have this? I don't um, think I have this. She got the. We got the. We all got the. Terra got Rockbreaker from Trinity Armor. Aqua got Blade Charge or Blade Change, I think, and I forget what Ven has. It's. Hold up. I literally have notes on this. What the hell am I doing? Oh, um, sorry. Did I, did I say Ghostblade? I may be using the wrong name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the one where her Keyblade gets, like, longer, yes. right? Like, yeah, yeah, there's yes. energy. Yeah, yeah, so Blade, blade, blade charge, charge. Blade Charge. Yes. There we go. Yes. Sorry. I mean, it okay, is yeah. a ghostly blade. It is. Somewhat. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yes, um, she got that last time when... Once she, um, I'm looking it up right now, defeating Trinity Armor. Yeah, simple as that. Um, yes. But yeah, it's really useful because, yeah, it, she basically turned into Sephiroth. Um, bah, bah, and you bah. get a ton of range, which is perfect for a Vanitas who likes yes. to hit and run and just teleport away like a little baby. Um, and also, <laughs> you know, a lot of his attacks are like mid range, like when he like shoots projectiles at you and stuff. So, yeah. Very handy for this fight. Yes. Truly. Um, um, yeah, there's nothing really to add. Oh, so stat-wise, they are exactly the same. So, interesting. That's why. That's why it probably feels a bit easier as Aquas because I guess the stats haven't changed. So you probably have like a few levels advantage over where Ven fought him in the story. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, he goes down. You know, pretty easy comparatively. Yeah. Um, and. Yeah, you get a deck capacity increase. Woohoo! Woo-hoo. And the following cutscene. Um, it's pretty straightforward, but yeah, she goes to see who's behind the mask. Uh, but oh, it's, it's like any other, like every slasher movie ever where they try <laughs> to unmask them and then, ah, he's still alive! Ah! Um,. And then he scares her with his evil laugh. <laughs> and she jumps back. Um, and then, yeah, he just kind of taunts her and says something like, Oh, maybe you're not as captain as I thought you were. This is going to be interesting. And then he says something like, Guess it'll be good to have a backup or a spare. Something along those yeah. lines. Mm-hmm. Which... I'm racking my brain, analysis, analysis. I know something like that comes up toward the end, but, like, uh, I don't know. Like, the way he says it suggests it's like, oh, like, we could use you, but, like, because like because of your strength, but, like, that's not how it actually happens later in the story. Mm-hmm. Like, hmm. like oh, the way uh, 
I'm getting so nerdy this episode, but like the way <laughs> this should have played out would have been something like, okay, like the whole, I guess the point of this fight was to show that Aqua uh, is hashtag girl boss, um, and she was actually able to take him down to the point where, you know, he fell down and was defeated, uh, and then he gets back up, of course, but then he like, yeah, he like compliments her because you know he calls Ven like pathetic and weak or whatever but he yeah. like actually recognizes her as like a worthless mm. though so like it's good that you know she has that moment um but she's like, a master exactly but like for the story to make sense it would have been more interesting if Vanitas beat her or at least they were like pretty evenly matched and then he decided you know what i'll keep you around because it'll be good to have you for our (laughs) plan yeah Um, i guess (laughs) i don't know like basically suggesting that like he could have beat her but he chose not to because she's more useful to him alive that's the angle (laughs) i'm kind of seeing as well like you know, she goes to rip off his mask, and he's like, yeah, you're stronger than I thought. Kind of like, this was merely a test of your strength. So, yes. it, it, it kind of lends itself to that direction. But, hmm. I guess, well, I guess to be fair, we don't know the true ulterior motive as of yet in the game. Like, yeah. And it, it's definitely, Xehanort wants to use Terra to some degree um, with, the, with the darkness. And I guess, hmm. Yeah, there, there's no really... V- I guess there is some Ven. Vanitas is manipulating all the characters. Like, before Aqua fight Aqua, he was like, you know, he, like, he, I remember he, like, kind of asks about how Ven's doing, and, like, I guess he's trying to get a beat on Ventus. We just saw Ventus. I don't know why he's asking, how strong is Ventus now? I saw him five <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it kind of, like, I don't know. There's, I mean, we know the grand scheme of things, but, like, they haven't made any mention towards what their plan is at this point so to be like oh you're a backup well now that yeah. i'm thinking now that i'm thinking in context of like you know you're supposed to play terra play ven play aqua but you can do whatever the hell you want in theory the player would have possibly played through the other two stories so they know the end game but mm-hmm. it, it it does feel like Vanitas revealing his hand a little early like yeah yeah like, it feels to me like, because the only other big, you know, plot happenings is trying to turn Terra to the darkness. So, at this point, it feels like he's suggesting that Aqua could possibly turn, be turned? Because it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. you could be an ally if only you saw the power of darkness mm-hmm. and joined our mm-hmm. side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but that's not what happens at all. Uh, so yeah, it's what? just like a weird line of like, and this happens all the time, but like trying to sound foreboding, but then when you actually look at it, it doesn't, like the character wouldn't really have a reason to say that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I guess it suggests that, yeah, he has a bigger plan. <gasps> Ooh. So, well, I'll, I'll get you next time, you little rascal, you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much it for her story. But we do get, I think we get one more flashback to the days of Ericus, if I'm correct. 
um, where like basically he tells her you have to get Ven back because it's dangerous for him. Blah. <laughs> yeah, I think that plus Vanitas kind of inquiring about Ven. We get the flashback to Ven story from a few minutes ago. We get the reasoning why Aqua's so cold and like Ven, go the hell home. You don't belong out here. You're gonna get killed. These these streets don't play around, Sonny. Like mm-hmm. she is truly, she's trying to be the mom, but and we, yeah. we, you know we kind of have a bit of the reasoning now. But yeah, it's just eh. it's so annoying that like yeah, both her and Tara, but her to you know more noticeable extent keep like coddling him and say like oh you can't do this when like literally like bro we're doing all of this like we've done all the same challenges mm-hmm. you've done we fought all the same enemies we're keeping up the same exact pace as you we're doing fine like oh i, yeah. I don't see you doing these sick air tricks and flipping <laughs> around and you know using wind magic but like do oh backflip <laughs> like oh yes i'm this 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 helpless little baby goat i can't do anything for myself like it's just like, I, yeah I, I again I, I feel like a lot of this episode we've been like here's how we fix the story which is not the yeah. true intent of the show we're just here to kind of have fun yeah. poke fun at certain things but i feel like the again the direction of coddling then could be taken in a different direction of like I don't know, like you were saying, like, Ven just doesn't... Ven is just being told to go home, sit down, and shut up. Yeah. And he's like, no, I don't want to do that! But I could... Yeah. I could see a kind of a... I don't want to say better story, but I could see a version of sending Ven out into the world, but, like, telling him to be careful, or asking him, like... Right. Something else that's not just trying to invalidate and stop the character's forward momentum and growth in the story essentially right like you can certainly start with them like you know wanting to protect him but like yeah it'd be nice if they actually acknowledge that like oh actually because yeah that flashback showed that they're like on the same level um so it'd be nice that they actually you know recognize that yeah, he can handle himself actually we just took a um, giant ass annoying boss together like right. the, pr- yeah. the proof is in the pudding. Yeah, exactly. Like I I would say like okay, I mean they haven't seen him in action, so maybe to them, you know, maybe to them he's still, you know, this little baby. But yeah, we just fought alongside each other and yeah, he's part of that sicko anime finisher. So it's yeah. like he's doing fine, sweetie. Uh, and yeah, it's just, it just gets tiring and the same thing over and over. Like, ah, go mm-hmm. home. It's not safe for you. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't think it does Aqua's character any favors to be like the nagging older sister. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, it's, I would just like to have seen that go a little differently, but as we've been saying, this is what we got. So we'll just, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's that's where we left off, which, yeah, doesn't feel all that different from where we left off last episode, but Ba-da-ba-da. here we are. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a whole new world, even though Aladdin's not here now. Yeah, but so, we yeah. do get 
whole new worlds because we're going to get a new batch of the next three worlds at our disposal to visit uh, next time. So that's kind of exciting, although mm, if you you ask me, the, 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 the latter half worlds are even worse than the first half. <laughs> so mm. it'll be a fun time. In- interesting. I, I don't know. I think, I feel like personally for me and we'll, we'll find out as we replay them, they kind of have a very similar footing. So very, and very shortly, because we've obviously been for the first few worlds, you do them in a specific order, or at least you should as, you know, as each specific character. Now's your, where it gets a little samey. So mm-hmm. upcoming, you know, for the next few episodes, we have Disney Town, which we'll cover in a much later episode because it's very short. It's basically like a mini game world. Um, yeah. We have Olympus, we have Deep Space, and we have Neverland. So it it again, like it feels more similar because the game says, "All right, you guys had like unique starts, but now you have the exact same path going forward for yeah. the remainder of the game." So it kind of yeah. it it shifts. So, yeah, I don't, I mean, we'll play through it and I'll be curious to see if I feel like it's good as is or if I would have actually liked, because I, I kind of complained a little bit about the first three worlds being their unique pathways. So I'll be curious if I, how I feel about the back half of the game now in that regard. Right. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get all all up into it uh but yeah for next episode we will be jumping ahead to olympus so well olympus coliseum i should say um so yeah that's exciting sort of uh (laughs) (laughs) exactly my exact thoughts (laughs) Uh, but yeah that about does it so we're officially in um the the halfway there mark i guess you could say so yippee yahoo um and yeah time to do the things so it's our big wrap-up spiel uh if you liked what you heard today um that being us kind of nitpicking the story because there really wasn't too much to talk about in the second half gameplay wise anyway um yeah subscribe if you haven't already and then rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice yeah and you can also tell a friend who likes kingdom hearts to give us a listen it's a nice way to pass the time uh, and you can email us at khbhpodcast at gmail.com. Share us your nitpicks or tell us how bad ours are. Um, <laughs> exactly. You can also tweet at us at khbhpodcast on the Twitter. And you can find both of those handles in the episode description. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, you can have a wonderful week while you wait for episode the next one. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll see you then. We'll not see you, but we'll talk to you then, I guess. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's a podcast and it's a one-way form of communication. So We're here whenever you want us. You just might not get any dynamic response. We might say the same thing multiple times. (laughs) I mean, heck, you could just restart the episode and just do it all again. It's like we never left.
Exactly. <laughs> the best, oh, yeah. the worst kind of Stockholm Syndrome? I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I regret everything. Yes. But, <laughs> yep. On that note, we're gonna, we're gonna park this, this, this ship. We're gonna bring her on home. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Radiant Woo. Guardian. Thanks for coming, everyone. Oh my gosh, so many paychecks to all these five-minute cameos. The, the budget <laughs> has completely exploded. Uh, but thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, I, I realize I've been I've been skipping out on our on our <laughs> classic sign-off. But um, yeah, to the Keyblade Gliders and away. Yeah, because that's what we say. Brrr.